Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran Tayyiban mubarakan fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna Wa yarudha Ashadu an la ilaha Illallahu wahdahu La sharika lah Wa ashadu anna Muhammadan abduhu Wa rasuluh An nasihul amin Allahumma salli ala Nabiyina Muhammad وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ وَمَنْ تَمَسَّكَ بِسُنَّتِهِ إِلَى يَوْمِ الدِّينِ ثُمَّ أَمَّا بَعْدِ بِلَا شَكْ وَبِلَا رَيْبْ When we reflect upon the statements of the Salaf, we find that they are short but contain a vast amount of benefit. And when we compare that to the statements of the later generations, we find that the statements of those from the later generations are long, and the benefit that is contained therein is a little. When we reflect on the statement of Ali, radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, where he said, ارْتَحَلَتِ الدُّنْيَا مُدْبِرًا وَارْتَلَحَتِ الْآخِرَةِ مُقْبِلًا وَلِكُلِّ وَاحِدًا مِنْهُمَا بَنُونَ فَكُونُوا مِنْ أَبْنَاءِ الْآخِرَةِ وَلَا تَكُونُوا مِنْ أَبْنَاءِ الدُّنْيَا فَإِنَّ الْيَوْمَ عَمَلٌ وَلَا حِسَابٌ وَغَدًا حِسَابٌ وَلَا عَمَلٌ he said that the dunya, the dunya is going away from us. The dunya is moving away from us. Whereas the hereafter, then verily it is moving toward us. The dunya is going away. And the akhirah is coming near, it's coming toward us. And every one of those two, each of those two, they have their children. The dunya has his children, and the akhirah has his children. There are those individuals who are connected to the dunya in this worldly life, and there are other individuals who are connected to the akhirah, and in preparation for a good life in the akhirah. He said, so therefore, be from the children of the hereafter and do not be from the children of the dunya because today is action without payment and tomorrow will be payment but no action today is the day now is the time that we put forth the actions We'll get paid for these actions in the hereafter. Naam. When one reflects upon the likes of this, they realize that the manner in which many individuals live their day to day is flawed. Because at times individuals get so caught up in what's going on right here and right now, they lose sight of what is coming near unto them. And as the famous statement and saying it goes, 
Everything that is coming is near. Everything that is coming is near. And we understand this reality. And at times we lose sight of this reality. But if an individual were to come to anyone from amongst us and say, you have a year to live, our response and our feeling will be, well, that's not enough time. That's a short period of time. If they said some months, we would say that's not a long time. It's a short period of time. But yet when it comes to being obedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we say we don't have time. When the reality is that, that which we are promised, it is coming and it is close. So we need to be wise and not to get caught up into that which is temporary, that which is in reality going away from us. Meaning this dunya. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he taught us this. Because the individual, he may say or she may say to themselves, this profound statement of Ali, where did he learn this from? Where did he understand and learn and pick up these concepts? Verily he learned that from the best of the teachers. That is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said, Mali walid dunya ma ana fid dunya illa karakib istavalla tahta shajara thumma raha the Prophet ﷺ, he said, then what do I have to do with the dunya? What concern of mine do I have for the dunya? He said, verily, I'm nothing in this dunya except like a rider. I take some shade under a tree, and then I will get up, leave, and depart from it. This is the reality of the dunya for us. We are here in this dunya just like riders. We take some shade under the tree, but eventually what? We get up and we leave because our final destination is not the tree. But when one reflects upon this concept, then he will see where Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he came with and what inspired him to make this statement based upon that sound teaching that he learned from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. If that's not clear, there comes another hadith where the Prophet sallallahu explained to us what should be our relationship to the dunya. How should we be inside of this dunya? And this is from the hadith of Ibn Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma قال, he said أخذ الرسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم بمن كبير he said that the Prophet وسلم, he took me by my shoulders, he grabbed me by my shoulders. فقال, and he said, كن في الدنيا كأنك غريب أو عابر السبيل. The Prophet وسلم, he said, be in the dunya as if you are a stranger or a traveler just passing through or a traveler just passing through. This should be our relationship here in the dunya. Naam. I question myself first and foremost before questioning anyone else. I question myself first and foremost. 
how much are we really preparing for the Ashura? And how much are we really preparing for this worldly life? When we look into that which we put stock in, is the amount of stock that we put in this dunya less than the amount of stock that we put in the akhirah? Or are we putting more stock in the dunya than we are the akhirah? Individuals when they plan, is our planning restricted to this worldly life? Or are we planning for a life beyond this life? These are questions that we all have to ask ourselves. Because when we want something, when we aspire for something, for an example, here in this life, then we may set goals for it. We'll have deadlines. We'll have targets that we want to reach and we want to achieve. Step by step, closer by closer, getting us to whatever it is we're looking for to get from this worldly life. Right? My question is, are we doing the same as relates to the Akhirah? What preparation are we really putting forward for the Day of Judgment? A person, he may put forth preparation for years to attain a house here in the dunya. But what preparation have we put forward to attain those palaces in Jannah? A person will put forth preparation so that they will or they have or they could get the risk of this of this world down to writing a list of what is missing in a pantry down to picking the store which they want to shop and to go to for whatever reason whoever has the sale whatever the coupon is for so on and so forth but we have a plan just to fill up the pantry how many of us had put forward a plan to eat from the fruits of the jannah to eat from the risk of the Jannah, to drink from the drink of the Jannah. What is our preparation for that? This is something that is serious. And this hadith of Ibn Umar, likewise the four hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi explained to us his relationship to the dunya. And this is important because the Prophet Sallallahu is explaining his relationship to the dunya and we should be striving to emulate and to imitate the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Likewise, we see the seriousness in the statement of Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu. But what points us to the seriousness of this situation is the manner in which the Prophet sallallahu chose to convey this message to this young man, to Ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. وَفِي أَخْذِ الرَّسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ بِمَنْكَبْ إِبْنَ عُمَرِ رَضِيَ ta'ala anhuma. وَمَا يُلْقَى عَلَيْهِ فِي هَذِهِ الْحَالِ And that, yani, the fact that the Prophet ﷺ, he grabbed Ibn Umar by his shoulders. This is an indication that what, that what he's about to say is serious. Pay attention. This is an indication. Listen, pay attention to what I'm about to say to you. And the fact of what he said unto him, all of this what is an encouragement for him to pay attention. That this, that this information that he's about to give to him is something that is serious. This information that he is going to convey unto him is something that is serious. Now be mindful that the Prophet wasallam he chose to give these words to Ibn Umar. And he was from the younger ones, from the Sahaba. He was not from those who were old in age, close to dying. But he was from those who was, 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 was young. 
And usually it is hope for the young ones that they will live for a long time. When you look at one who is young, you have a hope and anticipation that he will outlive the one who is old. Even though we always know and understand the reality is that Allah knows best which one of them is closer to death. But generally those who are younger live longer than those who are older. So he chose a young man, not an old man. One who ta'ala will live for many, many, many more years. And he gave to him this advice. Kun dunya be in this world as if you are a stranger or just a traveler passing through. I want us to reflect upon the seriousness of the situation that we're in, upon the seriousness of that which is coming to us, upon the seriousness of what awaits us in the akhirah. And then I want you to ask yourself, as I'm questioning myself, are we living in the dunya as if we are strangers? Are we living in this dunya as if we are travelers just passing through? Hada, aqulu qawli hada, wa astaghfirullaha li, wa lakum, wa li jami'i al-muslimin, fastaghfiru, fa innahu huwa al-ghafuru rahim. as we ponder on that question are we living in this world as if we are strangers or are we living in this world as those who feel at home are we living in this world as travelers or are we living in this world as if we are permanent residents of this world? Of course, the one with the mind, he will say, no, no, I'm, I'm like a stranger. No, no, I'm like a traveler. But the reality is that claims don't equal reality. We'll see. Because the stranger, the one who is a traveler, he has his characteristics and the one who is devoid of those characteristics, then this is one who is like he is a resident, one who is at home. The Alama, Sheikh Abdul Muhsin, Al-Abbad, he explains what does it mean to be gharib. One that is gharib, he is a stranger. Naam. And this is a beautiful example of what it means so that we understand the context of this hadith. He says, Huwa, the stranger, al-muqeem fi ghayri baladihi liqadai haja. He said that the one who's a stranger is one who is a foreigner to a land. He's a foreigner to a land. And he's only there to complete a need that he has. He's only there to take care of some specific business. That's it. This is a stranger. يَسْتَعِدُّ لِمُغَادَرًا ذَلِكَ مَتَى تَمَكَّنَ مِنْ ذَلِكَ He's ready to leave and depart whenever he get a chance. See, this is the one who's what? Who is a stranger. And like when one, when he travels for business, for example, 
he travels there because he has a series of meetings he has to attend or he has a workshop that he has to attend so on and so forth he's there for that purpose once that workshop is over then he's packing his bags he's ready to go home once the series of meetings are through then he's packing his bags he's ready to leave he's ready to depart he didn't go there with the attention or feel like he's supposed to be there he's at home no he's a stranger he's there to take care of some business and then he will leave that's it Nam. This is the one who, he is a, a stranger to a place. Because the Prophet ﷺ, he said, be in this world like you are a stranger. Or like you are, you are a rider just passing through, a traveler just passing through. He is the traveler. He is one who he goes, he travels through lands, but without the intention of taking up residence inside of those lands. He's passing through. He's just passing through these lands until he finishes travel. If his home is at such a place, however many lands, towns, counties, or whatever, between him and his home, he passes through those towns, he passes through those cities, through those states, through those, through those, through those, through those, through those until he reaches home. But he never intends to stop. He never intends, excuse me, to take residence in those places. Now, I mean, just to pass it through. He's just passing through until he gets home. The Prophet ﷺ, he commanded us to, to end this dunya to be like what? To be like a stranger or a traveler. In this hadith, we are commanded to be strangers or to be travelers. Where? Where are we going to be strangers and travelers at? Where, where is the place that we are strangers in or travelers passing through? The Shaykh explains, Yani fi dunya, here in this world. This is the abode that we are just strangers in this abode. We are just passing through this abode. We're traveling through this abode to where? To the akhirah. Which is as Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he explained. That the akhirah is coming toward us. You understand? It's coming to greet us. It's coming to reach us. Death is coming for us. It will reach us. But this is the place that we are supposed to be like travelers or those who are strangers. How do we be like travelers? How do we be like strangers? The Shaykh says, وَذَلِكَ إِنَّمَا يَكُونُ بِتَذَكُّرُ That is by remembering. Remembering what? الموت. By remembering death. وَقَصَرِ الْأَمَلِ and by not having long anticipations, but we understand that our time here is short. We understand our time here is short. In reality, our time here is short. Whatever age you have reached from the age that you are right now, think back to when you were your youngest memory. Think back to the earliest time you could remember. And now, how much time it feel has passed between that point and right now where you're at right now? How fast or how long did it seem like it took you to get from there to there? to now. And you will see that what? The time here is short. Time here is short. It's short in reality and it feels short because it's short. 
So by remembering death and by understanding the shortness of time, how we really don't have a lot of time. Now I want you to think about this because again, we're talking about are we truly acting like those who are strangers or those who are at home? Are we acting like those who are travelers or those who have reached their final destination, permanent, re permanent residence? What should we acting like? Because the one who is a traveler, the one who's a stranger, they remember death. Are we remembering death a lot? They remember that this world is short. Do we remember that this world is short or do we procrastinate a lot when it comes to deeds that we're supposed to be doing for the Akhirah? Also from the characteristics of the strangers and those who are travelers passing through Al-Isti'dad fiha Al-Akhirah Is that they get ready for the Akhirah Bil-A'mal Al-Saliha By righteous good deeds They get ready for the Akhirah They're getting ready to meet their Lord By doing those deeds that their Lord loves and is pleased with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says وَتَزَوَّدُوا فَإِنَّ خَيْرَ الزَّادِ التَّقْوَى And seek your provisions Get your provisions and the best of provisions is taqwa. Ya ibadullah, the poet, he said, Ida kuntu, and he's addressing himself. He said that he's, yani, made these lines of poetry, talking to himself in these lines of poetry. So I want us to reflect on what he said to himself and say it to ourselves and to see if we had felt like this prior to hearing this or not. If so, alhamdulillah, continue. If not, change up the way you're looking at things. He said, إِذَا كُنْتُ أَعْلَمُ عِلْمًا يَقِينًا بِأَنَّ جَمِيعُ حَيَاتِي كَسَاعَةِ فَلِمَا لَا أَكُونُ ضَنِينًا بِهَا وَجَعَلُهَا فِي الصَّلَاحٍ وَطَاعَةٍ Stemmy. Talking to yourself, because sometimes you got to remind yourself. He said, And since I have known, and since I have known with certain knowledge, that the whole of my life is only like an hour. He said, then why should I not be covetous and stingy and frugal so as to how I spend my time and rather spend my time in righteousness and obedience. You understand? If we know that we don't have a long amount of time, our time is very limited, then a person is going to be frugal. He's going to be very mindful on how we spend it. Just like if you had a certain little bit amount of money you're going to be very careful how you spend it you're not just going to buy you know things that you don't need and waste but you're going to look and see i only have this amount of money so let me make sure that what i buy is with purpose now i'm, I'm buying what i need is with purpose so if we understand that the greatest asset that we have which is our time is limited then should we not be stingy with our time we should be stingy with our time we should be very frugal with how we utilize our time. He said, so since I know that that is the case, why should I not be stingy and frugal with how I use my time? So how does he use his time? Because those who are strangers, those who are travelers, this is how they're using their time. How? He said, so therefore, should I not make the whole of my hour? Should I not make the whole of my time inside of righteousness and inside of obedience unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? If we are truly strangers, if we are truly travelers, and this is how we got to be spending our time. This is how we got to be spending our life. This is how this is what we're doing when we're on this journey. When we're on this journey to the Akhirah. When we're on this journey to that which is certain. That which is coming for us. And death is coming for you. You can run, you can hide, but you won't escape. It will catch you. So knowing that this is the reality, should we not prepare? 
so that when death catches, it don't catch us slipping. When death catches, it don't catch us coming up short. It don't catch us half stepping, but it catches us while we are obedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It catches us while we are committing acts of obedience and righteousness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because if you're righteous, if you're committing obedience, then you're ready to go at any time. Come right now. I ain't scared of nothing. Why? Because I'm doing that which is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if you're scared because you know you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, then you're slipping. You better get your act together because it can be right now. Aqeem al-salam.